mm. that they're earning like two million annually, like yeah, salary. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, fuck, like, because obviously I don't know much about basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I immediately thought it was LeBron James after seeing that post and then think he's had a helicopter crash. Mad, isn't it? It was it's just all of a sudden, that's why I no, like, what? It's so yeah. deep. Like, I, I, I've never really fucked helicopters because a lot of people around me that I've known, like, mm. have died. Like, yeah. I was even with my. Uh, was I telling you? <coughs> I was with my um, I was with my boss at the time, and we were at the the Leicester West Ham game. Okay. Before the guy. Oh, for the crash in it. Bro, we were there. Oh shit! We yeah. saw it like so, and also my. What you actually saw it, bro? We saw like the smoke. We didn't uh, see it. Actually. But you didn't realize what, and then you yeah, realized afterwards. Yeah, when we were driving back, and then my sister's my sister's boyfriend now, she works for the vice president of Nigeria. <coughs> he works for, um, and he was on the plane. He was on, he was on a helicopter with him. And it crashed. Nothing, it did die. Luckily, okay. like, nothing happened. But there was like it blew, mm. like it blew up. Dangerous, and I was man. thinking, That's crazy. copters aren't, copters safe. aren't safe. Yeah, like. me, no, but even with Kobe, he was famous for traveling by helicopter. Because yeah, 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 yeah. But I read the thing before we come out here today. Yeah, he made a promise to his wife. Never travel. Never together. travel a helicopter. Yeah. Right. He said that. To yeah. me, like him and his wife would never travel together on a helicopter. And well, you know what's crazy? Because in the man, West Coast. Or especially in the states in general, but especially on the west coast, the helicopters like buses for them. It's a normal yeah, thing because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so spread out. Like <coughs> there's so, so much traffic as well. Yeah, so yeah, the hotel yeah. I stayed at, let me say the room was quite high, and you could see on top of the buildings. I must have seen about twelve heliports. Serious? Yeah. Oh, even when we was in a rooftop bar, <coughs> the helicopters just flying around. And I even I was like, wow, that's a bit mad. But we're just not used to helicopters <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the way they are. And we just checked the code. Yes, yes, sir. We've got the we've got the agenda. Up here. We'll go and chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I sent it. Yes, literally, I just sent that as well. What? On the live. All right, yeah. guys, we're going live, so make sure you tune in. Hamza Shiraz, a uh, top prospect uh, in the building. We're at the London headquarters for Raps on TV here with oh, my yeah. panelists, Kojo, who has always repping the, the Raps on TV brand, and Sam, the ever meticulous Sam, articulate Sam, dressed and impressed. Always, and uh, always. the rest of the guys here. I don't enjoy it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just let, I've, I've said you got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I think connect to the wife, and that's why. Um, Cookie, let me know when you're good to go. Um, can you let me know too? Oh, okay. Um, I'm just sending it through. So it's kind of cool. Um, what's her name again? So Kizza. Kizza. I'll just just put the mic back just a little bit down. Down, yeah. Yeah, otherwise you can't see. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Perfect. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah, you're good, yeah. So you still see. I don't want you to be like, who's man just cut me out of the mic? Man, I had a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> all good? Cookie? Let me mute the girl from my phone. to go yeah perfect uh, just apologies uh, apologies for like the cough yeah no it's cool man trying to, yeah. trying to keep it keep it low uh, you're right you know, my friend's on at 10 10 for the show because remember i told you i might not be able to yeah he's on at 10 he's performing at 10 in camden oh ah uh, yeah you can say so you're good what's that no because initially i was thinking oh, 
I might not be able to attend because I've got. I made a commitment to my friend. Yeah, yeah. Right. performing like proper big show. For Serious. Yeah, 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 he's dropping some good stuff. So we're there to support, but he's he's on the tent. So oh, okay, you make. So that's not even. <laughs> Priorities, bro. Priorities. <laughs> I did say I had this. I was. It was mad. I was in a mad conflict. Yep. Yep. Oh, in fact, just don't. Don't. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready. He's taking another one and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow, that is going to be controversial. That's a crunching right now. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? Hello, hello, hello. Rap's hello. on TV. Yes, guys. Hold on, we probably cut the music down. There we go. Raps on TV, how you doing, people? Reporting live from London, here to talk the best things in boxing. It's your co-host, it's your host, sorry, Kojo. I'm joined with my co-host, Tom and Sam. How you doing, fellas? Yeah, good, man. Give yourself some credibility. You're the main man. You're the uh, host. I don't so. know about Mr. Raps on TV, yeah? Yeah, you are <laughs> Mr. Raps on TV. But we're here. You good, Sam? Yeah, I'm all good, man. Good, good, all good. good. So listen, guys, I've uh, got a packed agenda today, but before we go and move any further, I uh, just wanted to introduce our guest. Very pleased and happy. This is our first guest of the year. I can just about see him through all the mics, but I see you, bro. Um, Mr. Hamza Sherez, he's with Frank Warren, uh, super welterweight, WBO, uh, more than a contender now, right? You're the WBO international champion? European champion. European champion. Um, here in the show, here with, with his boy, Kira Kiza. How you doing, guys? All good, man. All good. Good. Oh, Thank oh. you for joining us. Thank no worries, man. It's, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Yeah, we really appreciate you here. So, guys, listen, we're going to, for everyone listening in, uh, we're going to open the lines about five past eight. Um, but for sure, just want to say the agenda today, pretty packed. Last weekend, we had Danny Garcia take on Red Catch over in the Barclays Centre. Got a good win. Um, also, those of you on the undercard will remember last week, I said we got Stephen Fulton. He got a good win. Um what else are we going to talk about? None other than this week we've got the show in Miami, Miami uh, via Matchroom. We've got Andrade heading that up. We've got Farmer versus Joe Diaz. So it's a little bit of a packed show. Um, but to be fair, before we go further ado, um, the boys just raised it about a couple of minutes ago. I think we've got to say a shout out and our condolences to the uh, family of not only Kobe Bryant, but obviously everyone else that lost their lives in a, in, in a tragic accident with the helicopter over in LA. Very sad news, boys, right? Um, yes. It's quite a sad note to start off the show. Like I remember, like, otherwise we forget. You know, rest in peace to a legend, man. Not yeah. just a basketball, like, an icon. Um, I'd actually put him up there with with the greats um, yeah. and people that just speak. And reading his book, I recently finished his book, Black Member, yeah. and just the mentality from that yeah. is is unbelievable. Like yeah. my younger brother was was really upset about it. And, mm. um, it's no, but his legacy will live on. Hundred percent, man. His yeah, legacy will live on. Yeah. Do you know, I just—it was so sad to see because, especially like like we all say, with top elite athletes at the top of their game, they're setting an example and a benchmark for these young guys coming through. Young talent, aspiring young kids, you know, to do well. And it, it's like a, a, there's an emptiness now in the in the world where you've got such a role model and such a prolific basketball player that's setting that foundation for mm. these young people. 100%. 
these these young kids they've lost something there but i just hope now his legacy is going to be kept kept alive and that he can get you know his his impact in communities his impact within the sport with the nba it, it sends yeah. out a strong message to the to the young people yeah no definitely and um but yeah no just want to say condolences again to the family so Back to boxing, um, Mr. Shiraz. How you doing, sir? I'm all good, man. I'm thank you good. for thank you for joining us. How have you been? Like, obviously, 2019 was a busy year for you. Um, you collected all those W's, That's it. which is what we want to see. Um, <laughs> and obviously, hoping for a big 2020. But what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Training, fight news, just. Um, so yeah, after the fight, uh, had I think I had like a week off, and I was back in the gym because more than a week, and I'll just like I get bored. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I get bored. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I was back in the gym. Then it come Christmas and a couple of days off, and ever since I've been ticking over. Like this is the, I think this is the perfect time to learn, like pick, work on your weaknesses, if if that makes sense. Because yeah. when you get into camp and you get an opponent, it's more concentrating on how you're going to beat that opponent. Yeah. Whereas now you got time to work on your weaknesses and just work on the little things that really count, really. So yeah, it's been it's been all good. I've been been enjoying my my family time and just. Time off, do you know what I mean? Every bo- every boxer needs time off at the end of the day because you can't always stay switched on. You become like a robot. You have no personality or nothing. Yeah. So it's good to be normal, man. <laughs> yeah. And you want to introduce your guy with us that's here today? Yeah, man. This is my mate, Kizar. He comes with me everywhere, really. But um, this is the first time he'll be speaking. So the right hand man, the right hand yeah. man. So who, 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 who's the looks of the, the the camp then? Who's like who's the who's the looks? Who I'd, I'd, I'd say him. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to take the punches at the end of the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it's important to have a good number two around you, man. It's yeah, the number yeah. twos that keep the clock going around, you know? Keep it around they, say, they say that boxing is like, it's it's a one guy in the ring, but it's definitely a team sport, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah you see really that. Yeah, everyone just focuses, like you said, and obviously no disrespect to the fighters, everyone focuses on the fighters, but you are right, it's a team game, right? Whether mm. it's strategy, keeping you level-headed, keeping 100%. you humble, like it all plays its part. Um, so, Hamza, I guess the, there's no better place just to even ask you, how did you get into boxing? Like, how long have you been doing it? What's the story? What's the story? <laughs> the story, man. So, it's it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing like, ah, oh, I was I was on the road and doing madness and then got into the gym. It's nothing yeah, like that. Like, it's just like honest, hardworking kids. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it was it's always been in the family. Yeah. Well, I've said in my videos, my uncle, he was an amateur boxer as well. Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, he was a eight-time national champion. Oh wow! He turned pro. Didn't he turned pro? Didn't have a fight. But then I said it before the the fact of seeing black like, when I was young, watching people hit each other, it just sparks something in my head. Like I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Mm. And yes, yeah, so I went to the gym, got in the gym, and like I ain't looked back since, man. I had a decent amateur career. Nothing too spectacular. But um, yeah, I was just discussing before. As soon as I turned pro, the game changed, man. The game changed. We just do. Yeah, we talked about kind of turning the page from 2019 to 2020. Like us guys, passionate boxing fans, what what kind of gave you that uh, confidence from 2019 that now you're moving into 2020? Mm. Some big fights um, yeah. talked about for yourself. You know, yeah. 154 pounds. I know we'll come onto it in a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the Cheeseman Fowler, all these guys. I know they're obviously on a different a different yeah, platform. Yeah. What would you say you've improved or learned about yourself more than anything from last year coming into a new year now? I'll tell you what, it was the first the first couple fights I had, which was the first one was at Royal Albert Hall against Rod Douglas. I got the win there. And then I fought um I fought one ger- one foreign journeyman, stopped him in the second round. Yeah. And then I fought it was my first eight rounder against a tough opponent and I wiped him out. And then ever when that happened, I kinda like went to the chain room and straight away they goes to me, Listen, it's a step there's gonna be a step up now. I was like, Yeah, I'm 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 more than happy, I'm more than ready. Not one to call anyone out, but whoever they put in the way, I said that they get destroyed. It's as simple as do you know what I mean? Like, I need that confidence. Hundred percent, man. Hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, and 
That, I think my last fight, the Ryan Kelly fight, I had so many doubters. I've said it before, but they don't, don't really get to me because I'm quite thick-skinned like that. Like, I don't care. I couldn't care less because at the end of the day, it's me and the opponent in the ring, and it? Everyone's opinions. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but if I let that if I let that get to me, yeah. then I'm just like kind of lowering myself to, to, to negative comments, something that I don't need, something that you need, you need positive positivity in boxing. Do you know what I mean? They're not taking the, at the end of the day, they're not taking the punishment for you. You're the one having to override the, the challenges you have in fights. I mean, yeah. there's no fighter yeah. out there besides probably Floyd Mayweather that's mm. gone through a fight having to overcome adversity. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, for them to kind of look in and give their their uh, their their thoughts on that. on a, uh, yeah, you get of course you do. Part but, of boxing, isn't it? Of course, part of boxing. Yeah. But I think what hit me more was that some of my own people were said, "Are you sure you're ready to take this fight?" Oh, oh, yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. mad. It's oh, mad. It like yeah, it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, I'm ne- I'm never disrespectful, so I was just like, "Yeah, you got to be quietly confident." And I got the job done, and I think it opened so many people's eyes. And now they're like, "Oh, now you should take this fight. Now you should take that fight." No, but hang on a minute, yeah. hang on a minute. You're the one saying I shouldn't have took that fight. No, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but. Yeah. It's good, man. We move. You know what I'm saying? We move. That's that's, that's my and, quote, man. And how yeah. does it feel for you? Because obviously you got the WBO European level, as we said. Um, from a being a <clears throat> fighting in the UK, have you ever have you got any aspirations to maybe go for a British? You know, the, I say the yeah. typical route, but yeah. maybe a British title yeah. at all, or Standard. not the English title. Because yeah. I think if you fight yeah, in yeah. European, you're above. But of course, maybe just to have that in your collection is there any it'd be 100 like it'd be good but yeah. now that i'm rated 15 with the wbo every defense of this title will only get my rating higher yeah, so yeah. so you never know i could like you could get a mandatory title shot and listen if the opportunity came i would not turn it down mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean like i'm i believe in myself like i'm oh, i'm 20 years old yeah. do you know what i mean and i have to i've got no option but to believe in myself so if i got a world title shot i'd fully go i'd 100 go for it in oh. fact but like you said if I have to divert and go, say, let's say the, Br- the British uh, title away, then yeah. why not? Hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. a brilliant title to get under my waist. So yeah, who knows, man? I yeah. love that actually. Oh, I li- love it as well, man. Yeah. Like, like to hear that someone who's just willing to take risks and put it all in. Like we always talk about yeah. fighters who say they're about it, but yeah, 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 yeah. you see when the camera goes to them, they're a bit like, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, yeah, one, to one reporter, they're saying one thing and <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, the other. Yeah. So it's not. It's, it's refreshing to hear that. But yeah, yeah. one thing I wanted to ask though, what was your? What was going through your mind at the time when you had your loved ones doubting you because this is something that a lot yeah. of people don't actually yeah. see yeah, yeah. inside the box so what was yeah. going talk, talk me through I'll tell you what it was, at the time I thought nothing of it <coughs> Yeah, at the time I thought nothing mm. of it it was a mm. passing comment mm. then closer to the fight you pick up on these little things because you're getting so much more you just deep it a bit yeah, it's, mm. it's tunnel vision like, oh, you man you, you're supposed to be like right by me man Yeah, yeah. you're the one saying Oh, and you just deep the comments, you're like, oh, man, you're supposed to be supporting me like all the way. No, of course. And that's your, that's the way you're thinking. So mate. what was your role in it, trying to say that? Like, I'm just watching it. Vision yeah. type <laughs> yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, because I know him, I'm like, I know he's going to not not think anything about it, but when he's focusing 100%, he'll be like, oh, this guy's trying, okay, cool. Now he's got to prove like more people wrong. No, it's just about, you know, yeah. stepping up that level. Yeah. And like, 100%. But yeah. I'd say like, it's about proving to them, but I think it's more proving to myself mm. what I'm capable of. Mm. I know what I'm capable of, but now it's about showing it. But like I said, going back to your question, it it hit me more, like say a week before fight night, because that's when you realise, oh yeah, they'll ring you up, I'm coming to your fight, you better win this, that, the other. It is what it is, isn't it? But, um, I think that's when it hit me. Then I thought, you know what, man? And then I thought, what can what can I do about it? Not much. Everyone's got an opinion, so I'm just going to get on with it and get this win. Yeah. And uh, Kez, how proud are you of this young man? The way he's he's elevated. Mad from there? man, it's been mad because we were. I remember in like year seven or something, we were running around school <laughs> in PE and stuff, yeah. 
And I saw this guy, yeah, skinny little kid. I'm like, oh man, get out of my way, man. I was dude. 38 kilos at the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can bench you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see this kid running around. I was like, oh, get out of my way, man, get out of my way. And then as we started getting older and older and we became tighter and then family, friends and stuff, and I'm getting fatter and this guy's getting like quite ripped and shit. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I love it, man. Now he's laughing me. Now he's laughing me. He's like, get out of my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm mad proud of him, man. From that, from like watching him in the amateurs and stuff, like just me and his dad going and now everyone's around. It's just crazy. Like, and in quite a short time period as well. He's only 20, 21, mm. 20, 21 soon. And what he's accomplished is mad. Like just watching the journey from the beginning and now up to here, it's just crazy and this is just the beginning you know yeah. and just to reiterate your point from earlier you talked about that team influence that impetus yeah. even with like the training yeah. side of things um obviously i want to get as much out of you yeah, uh, yeah, with yeah. your like your role and how you've influenced hamza yeah, yeah, yeah. to get him to this stage i mean just talk about your i suppose your diligence to his mm. career i think with especially in the sport of boxing like just being there with the boxer is like really like un it's like so not you you gotta like just just being there with him it's a massive yeah. thing like yeah just being there, accompanying him, going here, going there. Just in their head, all they have to worry about is just training and getting better. Mm. Everything else, it shouldn't really be like a yeah. priority. Like just in, your team is like so vital, especially in this sport. It's yes. not really seen in cameras. Like when the lights are on, it's just one guy in the ring. Mm. Yes. But behind the scenes, yeah. oh man, I've seen it. It's like crazy, man. Yeah. Like everyone's running around, everyone's running around. But the boxer's calm, cool, collected, especially him. Like when just as soon as he's about to go out, it's just so chilled like some area yeah the whole the whole change room it's mad because because last fight was the biggest fight and it was the yeah. biggest risk yeah and um obviously i wasn't expected to win it but um as soon as soon as because they come into your change room and they say you're out in five minutes that's when the heart starts getting <laughs> mad yeah, your chest and you're like... really deep in every the past 12 weeks what you've put into them 12 weeks mm. this is this is it kind of thing and it's mad though because everyone goes quiet and i'm just walking <laughs> up and down the change room up and down the change room and they're like right that's it let's go yeah. and everyone just a massive cheer and out you go man really like, everyone battle. around him is like more nervous than he is yeah like and you can see it in our faces yeah but he's yeah. cool he's calm you know he just gets the job done at the end of the day and that chemistry within the change room you said five minutes before the fight and you yeah. said talked about your confidence your quiet confidence but also you know being level-headed and just yeah. remaining focused on the on the task of at course. hand how important do you feel the mental preparation for fights is as opposed to just getting into tip-top yeah. shape where you are you're yeah, looking yeah. in yeah. sublime shape as it is but it is, man. yeah like i mean just the mental preparation mm. for fights they say boxing is 90 percent mental 10 percent physical mm. do you know what i mean but, and that's very true that is very true because you're your own worst enemy you know what I mean? So if you if you're sitting there thinking, oh, this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, it's it's gonna happen because yeah. you, you're gonna let it happen. Kind of thing. So you have to be mentally strong. And from a young age, I think I've kind of taught myself to be very, very, very mentally strong. Do you know what I mean? Because because at the end of the day, I've took a lot of beatings in the amateurs. Mm. I was not one to be fair. Like my whole team, they, when I say my whole team, it was literally just me and my, me and my dad like doing amateur amateur boxing back in the day and we didn't know anyone like that so we used to go to gyms and we used to spar their best boys but I only had one fight and I was taking beatings upon beatings like when I mean like proper like bloody yeah. nose everything mm, yeah. and I was only little at the time mm. first couple of times obviously I was crying I was only little but it's part of gen and then and something clicked one day I just thought you know what I'm going to I'm going to have it now like mm. this is it I'm going to mm. have it and I think I was about 14 when it clicked and I wasn't strong enough to have it but mentally I was yes. mm. so I'd go in there 
I'd take a few. I'd get a few hits, and I thought, all right, no, no. and I come out, and I'm like, cool. Let me, get, I'll come back in a year, and I'll, and I'll take you. Yeah. And then slowly, slowly, that started happening. And I think that's where I taught myself to be mentally strong because not having it all my way all the time, mm. which most boxers do nowadays, yeah. which is it's true in it. It's most true. boxers yeah. do nowadays. I think that's what's helped me a lot. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And can I ask? Because obviously you spoke about the amateurs. Yeah. Um, so it's two things. What was your amateur career like? Yeah. Um, but then also, what was the point where you knew yeah. it's time to turn yeah. pro? Because obviously you turned pro 2018, yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago. But yeah, just talk a little bit about your amateurs and then what made you decide yeah. to turn pro at that So um, I had a decent amateur career. I had like I had a lot of experience. I had, um, I think, I had around around 100 fights. And wow. I lost about 13 or 14 of them. Wow. But to it wasn't a, a mad career. I think I won like one or two national titles. Mm. I represented England a couple of times. But um, that was when I was young. Yes. And as I started getting older, it was getting a lot harder and a lot more favouritism involved. I know no one likes to talk about it, but the facts are favouritism. It's involved, man. It is. Yeah. It's not. It's a lot of talented fighters that don't get the... GB exactly, yet. man. But... um. Yeah, amateurs, it's, it's needed for experience, but that's that's all I look at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's all I look at it. And um, yeah, man, so the turning point was I went, I was meant to go to the Commonwealth Games. Mm. And um, I went on a training camp for a week and then I was getting sold dreams, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to get, but there's me like, yes, man, I'm going to get this. And I didn't get it. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? And then I just thought, oh, come on, man. And then I just got properly motivated and I stopped, I stopped amateur boxing. I was still training. Yes. Stopped boxing and um, I was still in the gym and that. And then... Um, uh, I was with my first coach, and he just turned around. And he goes to me, "Listen." He goes, "Think about what you're doing," because I don't, because I've done an apprenticeship actually. Yeah. And he goes, "Think about what you're doing." He goes, "You're a talented kid." He goes, "Don't let it go to waste." I wasn't going to stop, but I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And he goes, "Listen." He goes, um, "He had links with Frank Warren and everything." And this is where I'm like grateful to God and my coach because, no, if I went to Frank Warren myself, he would have told me, "He would on your back, mate." Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He would have yeah. told me on my yeah. back because yeah. I didn't know Especially what Frank. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I weren't no standout amateur, yeah. like nothing. It was just word of mouth. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, on my 18th birthday, um, obviously we spoke before, and I said, "Yeah, we'll sign you on." And it was just a basic. It was nothing like no mad, no, no mad pay, mm-hmm. and it was just basic. And then on my signing, and at the minute, it, it's not about pay, like it never will be to oh, me. Of course. But um, so yeah, at my signing, like I was saying, amateur fights, I didn't have much support at all. It was just immediate family, if that. Mm. And then I had a sign in at a restaurant, and we invited say let's 50, say fifty people, mm-hmm. five hundred people turned up. Five hundred. Wow, people. yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I swear to God, that, it, and it was only a little restaurant. That it was a cultural little, community, uh, yeah. yeah. That real yeah. community. There was wow. no chicken or anything being thrown like you know. It was um, it was in Ilford, just near Ilford Station, a restaurant down there, yeah. and um. The street was packed and everything. Yeah, they started putting mad. tables on the, wow. on the pavement and stuff. Seriously. And then I, that's what I was just saying. I was just saying. Just to see you sign the contract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and imagine. I, that's big. I think that's when it clicked. Like, my manager come and he said, like, this kid's got support. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But he just saw support. He didn't see what he might, like, Tell do you know what I mean? He hopefully thought I could box, like, yeah. like with the support. Imagine Warren's face being like, oh, yes. I've got a good one here. I've had a few book signings, but this kid happens to Shirazi. He's one to look out for. <laughs> but yeah man and we had a good few media channels there and I was like I've never had no one want to take a picture with me and then yeah. all, all of a sudden I got like 500 people saying oh let's grab a picture mate let's grab a picture mate yeah. and I was like alright cool yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. you're the one that's always directing him saying we've got to go we've got to go you're like, like, you're, you're like annoying one to the first one no 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 last one last one he was lining them all up man improvisation as a bouncer I think that was also a real turning point because yeah. I didn't know the support I had. <coughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then I met my uncle Arma there and Uma and they helped me a lot. They helped me a lot. He's with me all the time, training everything. And then 
since then, and then I had my debut at Copperbox. Yeah. And I was on early. I remember that. I was, I was on early. I was on at, like, I think something mad, like, six o'clock. Yeah. And 400, like, three, yeah. three, I think I sold 350 to 400 tickets for my debut. Wow. 300? And they were, all there at, they were all there at six o'clock. Wow. Imagine that. That's, like, kind of unheard that's of. Kind of yeah. That is. I don't that is no, that's what I'm saying. 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dedication. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So not in a bad way, especially without the guys yeah, that yeah, haven't yeah. had like an uh, Olympic and, uh, trust me, that amateur, amateur type of. Yeah. yeah, that's how I'm defining it. And you said you didn't have the best kind of amateur. Yeah, no, 100 well, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't have worst, the team. You yeah. didn't have the following. You didn't yeah. have the and this the pedigree. Is a, exactly. Yeah. This is a message to all the guys out there who's trying to exactly. look, look at my man's story. Look at look at yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. that's like a savory element when you get fans, 400 fans that have all bought a ticket for you to come out. Mm. The minute you step foot in that arena, that's it. Like you don't see that, and you see you see some fans turn up and they miss the fight of the the bloke they bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah, <off. laughs> so many times, mate. So you see it all the but time. Talk to me about that feeling though. Okay, you you sold the 300. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I've yeah. stepped out now on the ring walk and I've looked like whoa. Like I didn't get nervous. Yeah, and then I didn't get nervous until I jumped in the ring because I jumped in the ring and I've like done like a kind of a three sixty and I've seen heads everywhere, yeah. like everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't, and the arena was like like kind of copper boxes. Exactly, well. you've seen what yeah. it's like. Yeah. And it I looked up like, whoa, it's getting real now. Yes. And then the t-shirt come off because I've never boxed without a head guard and a, yeah. and a, without a top and eight ounce gloves. And then when I threw the first punch, I was like, that's it. Yeah. I love this man. This yeah. I love this game kind of thing. And then I got the second round knockout and bear in mind, I only had like one knockout in the amateurs out of a mm. hundred fights. Oh, wow. I was never known to be a punch or nothing like that yeah. in the amateurs. But then as soon as you put on the 10 ounce gloves, it's a whole nother game. No, no, Do you know what I mean? Says that. It is says a whole nother game. Yeah, and then I got the knockout and then Slowly, slowly, since then, it's just been going up. Yeah. And it's yeah. and, I've, and I appreciate everyone, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you had, to, to be fair, 2018, 2019, like you didn't rest on your laurels. You were out there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fighting at least, what, three, four times a Rapid, year? Man. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you find that, like, not just from a training perspective, because it sounds like you always got to be in camp, yeah, but like mentally yeah. preparing yourself for another opponent, like... How, how do you deal with just I see, that's, that's, turnarounds? That's where my manager, Andy Aylin, like I'd like to thank him a lot for what he's done. He's kept me active, very active. Yeah. And he's always said to me, since I signed my contract three years ago, mm. he said to me, um, listen, he goes, You're, we're going to keep you active. Mm. He goes, we're going to keep you active. He goes, and then hopefully by the by your third year, we'll get you a get you a title. And that's exactly like touch wood, that's, yeah. that's how it's planned out. It's literally yeah. planned out. But um, I also said, like, I don't want that padded record of yeah. fighting journeyman and... Obviously, the first couple fights you have to, of course. you have to. Do you know what I mean to learn your craft, Fight but trade, yeah. I didn't want to like to get to like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and oh, fighting bums. Yeah, because that's that's no, not what I'm here expressive. for. Obviously, I got I got a time on my hands, but at the same time, there's no time to be wasted. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, man. But like, if I could say that to, just to that point, because although I, I and I hear what you're saying, but. You're still young, so a lot of guys that are even older than you, yeah. when they start their career, yeah. at least the first eighteen rec fights, it's a little bit padded. Do you mm. see what I'm saying? If, yeah. Unless Very even perfect. when they've come through the Team GB, mm. so for you to say, no, nah, I want challenges. Yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily yeah. about massively difficult fights. You want yeah. challenges. challenges. You don't want guys that of have course. got. Or like, just going to come and fall over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or they've got like more losses than they've got wins. <laughs> like you want a little bit of a balance. So yeah, I looked yeah. at your box rate and I was like, yeah. oh, that's that's impressive. Yeah. No. Hundred. Like expanding on that point. Like I said, it gets boring. It gets repetitive. Mm. Do you know what I mean, like I would lose motivation going in there fighting bums all the time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. Some some boxers love it. Yeah. For the Instagram. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Instagram boxers. Hey, I, I hope you're not for a shot. <laughs> 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 We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Super Worldweight is very tasty. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man. Like. Loads of people do it, and I just look yeah. at it. I'm like, come on, man. Do you know what I mean? This is real. This is a sport. Yeah. 
Well, I suppose each to their own, in it, yeah, yeah, their own mind. You mindset. can't really be doing that in boxing as well because yeah. you're bound to get found out. Found man. out. Oh, and you don't want to be getting yeah. found Especially out. Especially nowadays, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nowadays it's like because I always look at if you look at like uh, Deontay Wilder, his record is massively padded. If you mm. look at like the early fights, yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, those yeah. days, but those days, social media wasn't so big, so you could get away, it, you got away with it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you look at like a Dubois or a Joyce, like they're having to like. Test themselves yeah, pretty yeah. early yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to Wilder, so you're That's right. Exactly, people yeah. won't, people won't accept and it. And like, like you said, back, like back in the day, they wouldn't look on social media. They'd see like 21 fights, 21 knockouts. Wow, this guy can bang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 exactly. That's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. They use the box trick as the tool and That's get it, people. Yeah, but you're, if you look at these guys, box tricks, or you even look at these guys, they're unheard of. Or they're just being used yeah, as yeah, just yeah, punch yeah. bags yeah, to, yeah. to sell to sell tickets. Especially yeah. as you're selling a lot of tickets. So for you to say, look. I'm an uh, I'm a young buck coming in the game. Mm. I'm selling 300 tickets and mm. say, look, but I want fights. Yeah, I yeah. want to give that. It's just kind of like a breath of fresh air because mm. you always hear the same old story. Like yeah, so it gets boring, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, boring, exactly. Man. And Frank, mm. and credit to Frank as Frank well, boring, always man. trying to deliver that. Yeah, yeah, of course. End of the day, he could have easily been. Like, do you know what? Let's. Uh, do you know things aren't really going <laughs> as well as like, what they once used to. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna kind of keep this guy here. I got. He's got the following. He's got the clout. All of that. Let me just build him up a little bit, and then I'll start doing. But no, he's just like, look, I'm. I'm real. I'm real to the game and credit yeah. to it. And that kind of leads on to my next question because, yeah. I mean, the prominence of Frank Warren's stable and he doesn't get enough credit probably mm. for the yeah. guys that he's producing like the likes of yourself, Dennis McCann, Shabazz mm. Masood, yes. all these guys, you know, and like Kojo, you touch on, there's not really a padded record element, uh, theme there with exactly. those guys. They're, one, they're willing to, I mean, Just especially themselves. the lower guys and you're freakishly tall yeah. abroad for for 154 so I mean I, I can only see positives from the way that these guys have been put through the, the ranks and the way they're, 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 they're seeking these mm. big challenges mm. to want to fight the best yeah. yeah, I mean you're definitely in good company because I mean you spoke about those guys but then you look at the bar, you know I mean even I know some people won't say it but even Anthony Yard yeah. if you look yeah. at Anthony Yard uh, no, no, no. how he's, his he's career developed so you look at yeah so you look at Frank Warren's state anyone who fights for a world title you got to respect it takes getting there like no one gets it just by chance, you just don't turn up. I want to fight for a world title. <laughs> yeah. There you go, lads. It doesn't work like that. It's, it's by merit. It's, yeah. I think the way Yard and especially all these guys, they they've done it so meticulously. Where the the the, the managers, the advisors, they've they've mapped out fights, and you've got to have that those guys in your corner mapping out good fights for you, like. Josh Taylor being a being a recurring uh, theme. Yes. Barry McGuigan, he got in the best fights possible at that yeah, stage. He got the postal fight. He got yeah. the Even the O'Hara Davis. Davis. You know, fight. You know that was the, the time, best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah, he got, he got the O'Hara Davis. That's, that's what that's what put him on that platform and yeah, recognised hundred percent. Because he just how stole all these fans. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say. So, how do you feel like obviously being part of that Frank Warren stable, yeah, yeah. one of the rising lights? You're in good company, yeah, but. Yeah. I, the other, you spoke about people saying, are you going to win this? But I thought, <laughs> did people ever question you about choosing to fight with or sign with Frank Warren as opposed to maybe an Eddie Hearn? Have, do, do you get that question? At you, you see, I get that question all the time. Most casuals only know this. And that's, that's what I wanted to ask you, just to get your mindset on that. And yeah. it's mad frustrating sometimes because you yeah. have to like, sit down and explain, right, I was not a good amateur. This, yeah. Do you know what I mean? How I'm do you even saying... answer that question? Yeah, yeah, I, I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly how I answer it. Because I can't say oh, I was a good amateur. Frank won't sign me because I was. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But um, it was the opportunity. I'll tell him, listen, yeah. Eddie Hearn was never going to sign me. And to be honest, Frank Warren was never going to sign me either. Yeah. I'm not like trying to look for sympathy, but it's, it's the heart. It is the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. So this is where my coach comes into it. And yeah. like, I'm mad thankful for him. Yes. And obviously he knew I could. He knew what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And that time I had out of the ring from amateurs to pro, I worked on my craft. I was in Spain for like I was 17 years old, and I was I was in, living in Spain for like 
I was out there for about two months at a time. Wow. On, on my own, like with, with Sanjeev Sohoto, yeah. who used to box, and Boy Jones Jr. And back in the day, was, I was learning my craft off them. And at the time, yeah. they were at the like, pinnacles of their career. Yes. So And Billy Long as well. So mm-hmm. at the time, there was nothing but people for me to look up to. Mm-hmm. And also, um, but in Spain, there's a gym called Elche Boxing Club. Yeah, It's one of the most famous gyms out there. And I was 17 years old, and I was weighing... I wasn't dying or nothing then, and I was weighing about 70 kilos then, yeah? And we'd go to the, the spa, we'd go to spa, and this is like a hardcore gym. You go in there, and everyone just iron you out to put the music down. Everyone just mm. iron you out. And bear in mind, I was a 17-year-old kid, yeah? And I've got in there, and they split. They knew I was a mover, because at the time I was moving, they split the ring in the court in like a half and half oh, again, in like okay. in a quarter. And then they put me in one of their best Spanish middleweight, middleweight champions, yeah? Oh, that day, I swear, I took some licks. I took some <laughs> good beating. But at then, do you know what I mean? Like, it's needed. It's needed. Mm. It's, it's where I learned. And like I said, going back to the mentally, mentally strong point, that's where it's helped a lot. Yeah, so yeah, man. Oh, I like to hear that. That like, you actually took beatings because... <laughs> yeah, you don't too, get anything easy, I, do you? I hear, too many thi- I hear too many things about fighters being, oh, he's unbelievable. See what he does here. He, he gives this guy problems. He yeah. gives that guy problems. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to hear about the struggles a little bit because... People covered up because they're too scared. Too scared. Me, I, I'm honest. Like There's nothing for me to yeah, lie about. Yeah, exactly. I, do you know what I mean? I still take beatings in sparring. Like this, it's, it's facts. I still yes, take beating yeah. this, Brian's. I ain't, I ain't invincible. Do you know what I mean? I'm always learning. I'm always mm-hmm. gonna keep working on my craft. So yeah, man. That's, that's why that's... we just don't want to hear all this like shit stories <laughs> about sparring and people getting knocked out. Oh, I knocked this guy. Out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the best, just come out. Like it doesn't matter if you don't want to come out in the in the public domain. You don't have to. That's your mm-hmm. choice. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that you've said that you've had tough tasks. You've had tough challenges in sparring, etc. Yeah, yeah. And I think that translates <clears throat> more onto the ring for your own personal 100%. benefit to take yourself to that next level because. You're gonna get more people on board. You're not gonna have these guys saying, "Oh yeah, well this uh, this Hamza Shiraz, he he goes on like, oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's so slick, he's like a fury, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fury you know sparring, doesn't get hit, yeah. and you, you admit it. So. Exactly. Right. And Respect just to that, that point, I mean, obviously you're and you're still young and you're going through the journey, um, and I'm impressed with the way you're speaking. But Thanks, I think man. with media training, no worries, um, with media tra- with media interviews, I mm. think sometimes what can happen is people keep saying the same thing all the time. So mm. actually, people want to start buying into you as a person. So you've been able to be honest. Yeah. Be say, real, yeah. Be real, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, and I didn't really use that word only because, you know, some t- people use it too much yeah, nowadays. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. you get what I'm saying, right? Because it's like, yeah. just be yourself. 100%. And just be honest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still learning inspiring. Yeah. Guess what? I'm 20. Yeah. But I'm still learning. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? That but is it, man. The world is your oyster. And I think knowing that you don't know is a, is a great thing yeah, as well. Yeah, of so. course, of course. Oh, for sure. I wanted to get, I wanted to get your take on the scene, though. As a young no, no, I want to get your take on the scene. Like, yeah. are you are you gonna be that honest? You yeah, talk yeah, about the scene yeah, in the game. That's what I want to see. You know. <laughs> so who's your who's your kind of, if you had to, in today's game, who would you look up to and say, look, this this is this is how I would like to model my career by. That this is the way. You see, I split that. Yeah. So outside of the ring, I'd say Anthony Joshua because I, mm. I you can't fault the guy. No, yeah. no, no. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, one of the true. most. He is the most marketable athlete yeah. out there at the minute Numbers so don't lie, right? to not look at him not look at him outside the ring uh, to look up to would be stupid yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah and the way he carries himself conducts himself I think it's amazing mm. and mm. inside the ring I'd say I'd say someone like Terence Crawford man because I love the way that guy yeah, boxes yeah, yeah. he's class that's his friend dog right yeah. <laughs> 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 Crawford's a dog you know <laughs> I mean that in a respectful way, but yeah, he's ruthless. So, you know what I mean? Ruthless. Yeah. The way he uses his skill with his power, he yes. can fight, he can inside out. It's exactly. wicked, man. Yeah. I look up. Yeah, so that's who I look up to, really. No, nice. yeah. no, no, I like that. Yeah, Very yeah. short choices, man. So he t- I, I was going to ask you about the scene because obviously you're super well weight, yep. 154 pounds. Yep. 
in the last year, that division has just been shaken up. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. must be watching that. And I say to both of you, you yeah. and the team, you must be watching that really with, with like, Jesus, like there's opportunities yeah. here. Mm. Last, not last weekend, two weekends ago, Julian Williams lost to Rosario. Mm. Probably looking at a rematch there. Brooke is fighting in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah. And then... Um, Jarrett Hurd. Jarrett Hurd. Jarrett Hurd came back. Yeah. Charlo took his belt back from Harrison. So it's kind of like... No, yeah. Like you're saying, no one dominates that division. No one. It's yeah. one of the most open divisions yeah. out there at the it's minute. It's, it's wicked, man. Yeah. Even domestically. That's what I was just going to say my next... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, domestically. Tell Even me domestically, thoughts. man. Like, Cheeseman. Now I've got a belt under me. Mm-hmm. People are going to start calling me out and it is what yeah. it is. And this is what I'm here for, the real yeah. fights. Yes. The real fights. Do you know what I mean? I'm never one to call people out, though. That's yeah. one, but I'm never, ever... Yeah. You say someone called me out on Twitter, I won't reply. Oh, yeah? Unless the yeah. fight's made. Yeah. When the fight's made, that's it. It's, yeah. We've got, we got business to handle. And if you want to fight, you wouldn't call them out? No, no, no. Yeah. Not at all, man. Like, okay. I ain't one. I'll fight anyone. That's yes. what I'm saying. I'm not one to say, yeah, yeah I want to fight him. Yeah. Yes. Whoever wants to fight me, let's make it happen. You don't need to waste happen. that negative that's it. energy. That's it, man. Yeah. 100%. But with, um, with that £154 division, I suppose, kind of like, what would you say, if you're looking at the guys in terms of like your attributes, your reach, your height, your slickness, mm. your skill set in general, mm. What do those guys lack that you feel like you have? Without sounding obviously arrogant, yeah, yeah, yeah. headed. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've you you. I mean, yeah. We know what you're about now. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, just kind of talk about the the the, the scene. You know what it is. I don't think it's anything physically. I think it's more mentally, man. Because how much I want it, only I know, and I know I want it a lot. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what gives me that edge when I go into fights. Like they could be honestly, like this is honestly speaking from my heart, they could be faster than me they could be stronger than me they could even be smarter than me but I guarantee don't want it more than me mm. and if it comes down to it that's I'm doing anything to get that win Do you know what I think mm. that's what drives me a lot and that's what pushes me through training and also having a good strong team around you like having like my, my family my uncles everyone back me and just making like do you know what I mean like I I'm carrying them on my shoulders and we got to get to the top together. Yeah. That's my mentality. And that WBO title that you've got now, that's given you a top 15 ranking yeah, top 15 WBO. WBO. So I suppose, we're, obviously, we want to ask you about those 50-50 fights with domestic guys. But is if say, for example, tomorrow you got the phone call, um, the WBO champion. I'm not, Tishiro. Tish, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you were, say, Hamza, it's Frank Warren on the phone yeah. here, we've got a, an offer to, for you to yeah. go and fight uh, yeah. Tishiros for the yeah. WBO world yeah. title. But then also having in the back of your mind that you've had previous offers, say, yeah. just in just in kind of uh, just in like a hypothetic yeah. uh, sense, you've got uh, Cheeseman, Fowler, yeah. these yeah. guys. What would you what would your your It'd 100 percent be the world title, world title. million yeah. percent, man, because listen, like I said, I got I got time on my hands and there's not, obviously not time to be wasted. But if a massive opportunity come like that and let's say I didn't win. Yeah. yeah. And let's say I done good. My name would be up there in the mix. Exactly. Mm. Would it or would it not? It would be. So. Yeah, man, like I'm saying, but obviously my intention would always be go there to get the win. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. listen, you know, you don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. not know what's around the corner. So, yeah, man, I just want to keep building on that world ranking. Mm. But at the same time, me doing that will also make my name bigger domestically. Yes. So it's a win-win either way. Yeah, and no. even that 154, as much as it's such a competitive division, I, in my personal opinion, I don't see maybe you could ex- accept uh, Mungia. Obviously, mm. he's moved up to middleweight, middleweight now. Yeah. But there's no concussive big big punches or have demonstrated that consecutive knockout big knockouts fight. there isn't and I think that's where there's room for yeah, for you to, to to boost and I think do you know what I think give it maybe 12 18 months 100% mixed yeah god willing man god willing that's the plan of course plan, so. like you said the key thing is if you can fight for it right I mean <coughs> yeah. Liam Smith he held mm. world title WBO uh, as well WBO, it? Yeah, exactly yeah. so um 
I'm just going to ask you though, because I, I didn't ask it at the beginning. How would you describe your style for the listeners that haven't seen you fight yet? Mm. How would you describe your fight? Mm. If I'm like, listen, you got to watch this guy. Yeah, yeah. If you asked me this yeah. before my last fight, yeah. I would have said to you, long, rangy, behind okay. the jab. But then after my last fight, I'd say, listen, whatever. Like I can keep it long and not standing big headed because yes, I'm not yeah, big headed. Yeah. But whatever, like I can yeah. fight on the inside as I demonstrated mm-hmm. in my last fight, which no one expected me to do. Yeah, true. Because during, I think I don't know if you watched the fight, but um, I caught, I did catch it. Yeah, the but Birmingham um, show, right? Yeah, pardon. The Birmingham yeah, show. Yeah, 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 that one. Brum. But, Brum. Brum, that's it. Brum, <laughs> from town, yeah. from city. Yeah. But um, I was boxing the first four rounds long, and it wasn't, it wasn't helping me, man. Like this, I could tell. They were expecting me to do that. Mm-hmm. They were, and then he was comfortable. He was like slipping, slipping. Caught me a few, good few shots. Then I went back in the corner, and Eddie Kelly, my coach, I said to him, "Listen, I go, I'm going to close the range now." I said to him, "I'm going to close the range, and I'm, I'm going to beat him on it at his own game." And he goes, "He goes, do that, but be careful for what's coming back." And I'm like, "Yeah, sweet, let's go." And then fifth round, if you watch it, that's when I started opening up a little mm, bit, letting my hands yeah, go, yeah, yeah. and I could feel I was softening him up. Yeah. And then the next round, I done the same thing. I st- stepped it up just a little bit more. And um, I caught him with a shot. Yeah. And I was working on the inside as well. And as soon as I see him go down, I thought, listen, I'm ending it now. Yeah, like, it. Regardless of what I've got to do, if I even got to kick him, I'll do it. We like to hear that. Somebody got bitten on the weekend, Danny Garcia, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no biting hands, no, no please. Yeah. No you, biting, man. Did you watch that first? I watched it. I watched it. We'll get into that. Do you know what I mean? The guy's a bit mad, isn't it? Oh, crazy. I mean, like, I suppose... Watching that fight against Kelly, I, I felt like Kelly got flustered very early on. He felt like he couldn't really negate what you had in terms yeah. of that range, yeah. capitalising on that short to mid-range mm. distance. And I think that when you got up on the inside and you were... I, I think the variety of your shots didn't really get mentioned a lot mm. in, in that com- in, in that commentary and yeah. post-fight. But I think the variety and the, as I said, the meticulous, uh, the meticulous um, array of punches yeah. that you've used to, to break fighters down, I think that's probably what's given... These guys like the massive kind of like shit. What is actually in front of me? Like, you know yeah, I mean? no, 100% like you said, but I think that comes, that comes not having it my own way. I know I keep banging on the point, but I think that's exactly where it comes from. Because you know, when, you got, when you're getting, when you're getting pressured, inspiring, that you've got to do things you've never done before. Yeah. And you only realize what, what you've kind of done in the fight. So then when you're mixing up with him and you're not feeling nothing, you're thinking, yeah, okay, cool. Now this makes sense why I've been put in his hard spa. So yeah, yeah man, that's where it paid off. I think yeah. that's where boxing IQ comes in as well because being able to adapt yeah, in so. the, during the fight is, yeah. is quite an impressive thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got and, and can I say, even from you as, as like, you're his boy, you've seen yeah, the career, yeah, yeah. like what improvements or what have you seen? And you're like, oh, he's getting better. Like what have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah, from yeah. your own perspective? Watching? Just seeing him like, just feeling a bit more, getting his man strength. It's, yeah. it's, it's mad because he, he was never one to have like, like he said in the amateurs, have like proper strength, like yeah. knock people out and that. But mm. obviously, as you can see in his, pro career and that yes. is knocking people out left right exactly. and center so just seeing that strength come in mm-hmm. it's like you can see it clearly even in in like training and stuff like watching that is quite cool like yeah. we're that's, from, that's good. from the ground up yeah and in terms of like obviously you mentioned the strength are yeah. you working on anything specific just to increase the, the strength yeah and no, i just like to shout out my strength uh, my strength trainer Josh Hewton yeah. from CrossFit Hackney yeah, and I also yeah. train with um, Mark Finley up in um, Lee Valley Athletic Centre who does my conditioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot of... Yeah, yeah. He does all pain. Yeah, yeah, he's busy, stuff. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Busy. Was he doing Richard Yates as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think was so. That? Or was it Tiny... T- he did somebody. He's got man, but his his training's next level. I had him on board for my last fight and I'll start with him next week again when I'm in camp. But yeah, man, like, 
the little things, the little things, they all add the 1%. Yes. And when you're training with someone like Mark Finley, who takes mm. you to different levels, mm. yeah. it all shows at fight night because I wouldn't like puffing at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. a massive shout out to him. But yeah, yeah, but during after, he's like, Mark, what are you doing? That's exactly how it is. You feel like, you feel like you're sure. dying in the training sessions. Yeah. But then he tells you, he goes, listen, he goes, get up. He goes, you're not going to feel like this in the ring. Yeah. You remember it. So your hard yeah. work pays off. It's yeah, what do they say? They say train hard, fight easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See that going. You jumping in for that, yeah? He's jumping nah. in. Nah, 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 your level, yeah. but definitely but even like, to be able to yeah, train and yeah. yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a good experience, man, because it's all about the mental, the of mind, because there's people yeah. with me that, like, you know, didn't do what they said they were going to do, or there's people that, you know, saw, had the badges and everything, like, yo, I've done this, this and that, and you see them on the floor, like, flopping. <laughs> it's, mm. it's the, that, that particular one was, like, uphill for yeah, half yeah, of it, so, so it's incline. More than half of it. Yeah, 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 more, yeah more than the Athens Marathons, mm. probably, like, 75% is all incline. incline. Yeah, man, it was just about... The mentality, so exactly. You know them thighs; they're just like burning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the topic of marathons and stuff, like you know, there's always been a good cause for stuff like that. But with your boxing career specifically, having you know come from Slough, had had the the support and the backing from from early. Um, how much does that community uh, element mean to you? Like to show you as like being showcasing your skills, but proving yourself as an ambassador for the sport and yeah. ambassador for people coming through yeah, within no, your own demographic. Yeah, no, 100%, man. What you're saying is right, but it really opened my eyes, like I said, on my signing because I didn't realise the support I actually had. And and at the end of the day, you got to, like, there's so much negative light being shed upon us kind of thing. And I know I'm not there yet, but I want to be the one to hopefully shed positive light. Yes. And every fight, God willing, inshallah, I get the win. I'm doing that. I'm one yeah. step closer to doing that. Mm -hmm. And also... Nowadays, a knife epidemic is just oh, ridiculous. Crazy, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. And um, you got little kids like stabbing each other and their kids. It's, it's mad. Cool, man. It's mad. Like best friends as well, yeah. which yeah. is the worst yeah. thing. It's like they don't understand the damage that the knife does. Of I know course, it's don't. But it's, yeah. it's the extent. It's the extent to which the. It's not even the the, the immediate effect on the victim. It's the mm. victim's family. It's the, it goes the whole on. narrative yeah. of yeah. this knife it's, crime. It's a ripple effect, man. Yeah, yeah. And even you was at the you, you was at Mark's. Uh, you were at the Mark Prince. Mark Prince. Yeah, we were at the Mark Prince last. Raps on TV everywhere, man. To be fair, Tom's done a lot of good work for Mark Prince. So even when they named the QPR stadium, he went there as well. Yeah, and you know what? It was funny because I was, as I was talking to you, I worked with primary school children and I worked at the school last Tuesday doing a football session at London Academy in Edgware. And I read an article today that was the school that Kyan was stabbed to death. It just like it, it sends it it pisses me off, but it also sends like emotional like yeah. you know like when you get that frostbite yeah. in your hands yeah. in it. But yeah, like it's just, I'm I'm proud to to be able to in this present moment share things with people that are so positive minded and that want to set that mm. that that foundation for the yeah. kids going forward, like yourself, a role yeah. model. We can all be role models in, in different ways. It doesn't yeah. have to be through boxing. It yeah. can be through mm. art, entertainment, yeah. 
um, everything. But anyway, I'm not going to go on to that because it's yeah, boxing yeah, specific. Yeah, but yeah. even from a time perspective, so I guess my question to you would have been, obviously, you for Ilford, a uh, big community there. Mm. They showed the support. Um, are you planning to do anything in the community from a boxing perspective? Or just, I say help the youth, yeah. but just get involved like so you get more support locally. I'd 100% love to, man, but yeah. um, I just need the opportunity. Yeah, okay. You know what I, mean? mm-hmm. I just need the, if, I, When the opportunity comes to me, boom, yeah. I'm helping. People I'm in Ilford. Yeah. Shout out Boxing. Shout out, shout out Hamzah. Local yeah, community man. in East London, there's loads of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's loads and of people. To be yeah. fair to you, I mean, when we arranged this, yeah. I've got to say it again, I'm not just saying because you're here, but yeah. you were less, you were you were not deaverish at all. No yeah. drama. I'm telling you, we've had some guys, and we're self-funded, right? So obviously we don't get big sponsorships. Yeah, yeah, of course. We're getting guys saying, can you send me a tap, can you send a car for me? Me oh, back and uh, forth to the house. Like Kojo, can off- you send me a private jet to my... Like, <laughs> uh, off, off air, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> off air, off air. Off air, all the dirt comes out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we appreciate that. So listen, we're going to move on to the calls. We're going to get a couple of our callers. Um, I can see we've got a few of the regulars. Um, so uh, topics on the list or any questions for the listeners listening. So we're going from uh, Danny Garcia fight. Uh, we've also got the Miami uh, showdown, which is the matchroom card featuring Andrade farmer Jojo Diaz and also Joshua on saying that he wants the 70-30 split with Wilder or Fury should that fight take place so we're going out to Uncle Benga first I see you I see you big unks big uncle uh, how you doing question hey, or hi, statement guys. how you doing uh, good, good evening guys what's um, going on great, um, uh, evening, sir. great um, uh, great 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 um, lineup tonight, guys, with the boxing you've you. got on. Thank you, man. I'm so Please. delighted to hear the young man speak. So I'll definitely be keeping a good eye on I you. He will, Thank trust you me. And keep, <laughs> and keep up the good work. Perfect. Thank you, man. Okay. Thank you. Um, a, a couple of things. Um, I, I know I'm biased, um, but I love Danny Garcia. <laughs> so... Th- I, I feel Daddy might be moving up to light middleweight at some stage before his time is out in uh, boxing. So you may want to keep an eye on him if you're in the super welterweight division. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I, I think Danny fought a good fight, a solid fight. Um, I don't think he was at his best. Yeah. Um, and I got an inkling of that um, when I watched the Wayne. Mm. Not that he's. Um, if you noticed, he had to take off his, uh, his pants, pants yeah. before mm. he, he made he mm. made the weight. Um, so, um, and I think he'd been inactive it for last about nine months ago. So, um, I think it was a good fight. He, he, I think he got what he wanted out of the fight. But obviously, if it was one of the top guys, I think he'll have been even better. You know. Mm. Good boxing ability, very tough. Um, the only weakness I think Danny has is his uh, relatively slow feet, but he's got great balance. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know what you guys thought of the yeah, fight. I agree. I think, what do you, Uncle, if you were to sort of unpick uh, Garcia's performance from the weekend, what would you, if you're looking at fights with the likes of Crawford, uh, Thurman, um, Spence, do you think he needs to adjust those things like his footwork, his his movement to to really get the best out of him and strengthen his chance of beating these guys? Well, well I, I think you need to be careful when we say things like that in the sense that mm. it reminds me of Crawford's last fight where some people were critical about the way he fought that fight. But I, do not, yeah, but I do not for one minute think that Crawford 
would fight Errol Spence the way he fought his last fight? Yeah. And do I, no, do I think Danny Garcia would fight Errol Spence or one of the top guys at welterweight the way he fought Ivan Redcatch? Okay. I think there's enough um, evidence out on these guys. Mm. We know what Danny Garcia does well and what he doesn't do well. And, you know, they say styles make fights. Um, I think a, a fight between Garcia and Errol Spence will be an absolute cracker because neither guy is really going to give give ground. And they, they both actually like to get on the inside, mm. even though they're, mm. they're, they're good boxers. So um, I, 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 I think... Um, we know what Danny Garcia's weaknesses are. Um, the interesting thing is if it comes into a battle of attrition, um, will Errol Spence have to go on the back foot? Or, you know, Spence is someone, when he comes inside, he monsters everybody. Okay. And Danny, Danny Garcia is someone you actually do not want to get in the mano a mano with. So that would, for me, that would be... Uh, interesting. I do think uh, Danny would stop, uh, will have a sorry time, but I do think he will stop um, um, Pacquiao if that fight was made. Okay, that's a good chance. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do. I do, but like I say, styles make fights. Mm -hmm. um, guys, you said something about Joshua, 70 30. I, 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 I think you guys need to check. I'm pretty sure. They were talking about 50-50, or that's what Eddie Hearn said. Yeah, so, so Eddie Hearn said 50-50, but there was an interview with Joshua, and he basically said, he dismissed it as saying, I don't think it should be 50-50. Mm. Um, it's an IFL interview. What? He said, why not 70-30? He said, why not 70-30? Yeah. I don't think 70-30 will get over the line in, in terms yeah. of 60-40. Yeah. Um, the last time I made it. There's no doubt that, look, Joshua, the A-side, but, you know, like, um, I, I know it pains Wilder um, that uh, Joshua is the A-side, but in the words of uh, Floyd Mayweather, when I fought Oscar De La Hoya and when I fought <laughs> Arturo Gad, they, they were the, the A-side and I, I was the B-side. <laughs> when I beat Oscar De La Hoya and I beat Arturo Gatti, I became the A side. <laughs> so in other words, the best thing is for him to, for these guys to take the short end, if it's 40%, 30 whatever, beat Joshua, and then they'll become the monopoly moneymaker A side in boxing. That's my view anyway. No, Uncle, uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I understand that. But where I kind of come in is Joshua came on, if it, he's, he actually articulated that so clearly in the IFL interview. And he said, look, okay, if I lost to Ruiz, right, and that made me, that was the biggest yes, upset yeah. of all time. Beat so me beating him now yeah. and the way I did and just yeah. not him not getting around him, surely that's the biggest comeback of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah. So surely that means my stock goes up, da yeah. down, and then, then right back up again. The roof, yeah, 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 exactly. I, and I, I understand that. He's got a point, yeah. Guys, I, I, I'm, I'm not disputing that AJ, AJ is the... Um, is the side. It, it, it's just a fact. I mean, if you remember a few weeks ago, I, I voiced disappointment that I do not think that the Fury Wilder fight is going to do 
it'll do good business, but it's not going to do anywhere near the business it should. Because the fact is, the moneymaker, the economic powerhouse in boxing is AJ and Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, guys, the figures don't lie. Yeah, and yeah? I, I agree with that. I think your uncle... I you know, know I, I, oh, got, sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I think, I think we have to be a bit... Um, as much as Joshua said that piece around like, oh, it's the biggest comeback, I think it was the biggest upset, but it shouldn't have been. So I don't think he mm. could use that argument too mm. well. For me, I just think if you want the fight, especially depending on location, it's got to be 50-50 the first one. I just yeah. think otherwise we're going to be going back and forth over like small little details. And mm. I think Wilder's a WBC WC champion, undefeated. Mm. Joshua's WBA, IBF, WBO, but he's but got a loss. He took an L, man. And True. he took an L. And I just think to get that fight made... You have to just say 50 50. Otherwise, we're just going to, it's not happening. Okay, let let me throw this at you. Yeah. Okay. Um, As they say in the math, uh, in the Godfather, logic is logic. In the gangster (laughs) language. (laughs) When Canelo Alvarez and Triple G fought, did. Triple G get 50-50. Yeah, but he had no say in that fight. I don't he think, got yeah. more than... I mean, to be fair, he got more than what they initially offered him. Um, yeah, he, he, got, he got he got 42... Um, Canelo made the concession and he got 42.5%. Exactly. Now, what, what I'm saying, if Eddie, if, if Eddie Hearn or Joshua give them 30% or 40%, mm-hmm. Forty percent of a fight that would that could generate over a hundred million dollars is a damn sight more money than um, Wilder and um, Fury have ever made. No doubt. Yeah, but I so mean... the, the, the 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 question is why that if you've not even made if you've not made more than ten or twelve million dollars in a single fight. And you get have a chance of making like forty million dollars on the short end of the of 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 the purse. I mean, you take it. Remember Floyd? Floyd was on the you know wrong end of the purse against uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, yeah. He just got the contract signed. Mm-hmm. He made um, he he made between twenty to forty million dollars been on the short side of the post. But guess what? After that fight, he became the A-side. Agreed. And he made more money but than the, De La Hoya the ever made. And even De La Hoya is jealous of Floyd. Yeah, so I would so, just say, though, for me, if I could just say, because we have to go next call, I would say, to me, uh, Wilder wasn't the level that Mayweather was at. Back then, when De La Hoya fought Floyd, he was big. Mm. But I think you could probably argue with social media and everything now, I think Wilder's more known going into this mm. Joshua fight. So I just think... To say how much somebody's earned in the past, I just don't think we can use that. I think, look, the Saudis have said Wilder Fury, I'm sorry, Wilder Joshua, that's 150 million pot. Just split it down the middle and let's get the fight going. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to bode well for Joshua if he tries to hang on to this, I need a bigger percentage. I would not even disagree. He is the A-side. He's the bigger commercial person. We spoke about it earlier. He's the more of a role model. Outside the ring, he's the role model. But I just think, you've got to get this fight done now because his legacy's on the line. Legacy's on the line. Yeah. So, uh, Uncle, just a quick (laughs) response. Just to conclude this, um, (laughs) I I hear what you said (laughs) and we can go on and on about this. So uh, and in, yeah. in, Wilder, in Wilder's language, 
I've been anointed by God. You've <laughs> <laughs> been baptized. So this is the banner that we're having. Take your body million and your anointing. So, okay. so, Uncle, do you reckon as just a quick, quick response? Do you reckon uh, Wilder needs to wear maybe some fishnets for him to get uh, that fifty-fifty? You know, if we're talking about Oscar De La Hoya here and his antics in the past, do you think like Wilder needs to maybe wear a little bit of a, a more kind of fairy tale mask or what are you saying? As you know, I'm a brave guy, yeah? Mm. But you're not going to get me to come online and say <laughs> that about you. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, some, there's some boxers I'm happy to have come to my front door. You know he's listening, right? <laughs> by that right hand, I know, if not one, I won't come into my Uncle, when he calls door. in... He calls, you know, he called him before the Ortiz fight. I'm going to get him to call in again for the Fury fight. I'm going to make sure you're first one to answer yeah. the question. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Uncle, I, we're going to... You guys are troublemakers. Yeah, of course, man. But listen, we've got to move to the next call. Appreciate the time uh, and uh, appreciate the support as always. Um, going out to 985, Daniel, Mr. Appiah, how you doing, sir? Yes. Yes, Daniel. My I'm sir. very well. How are we doing over there? Are we all right? We're all good, sir. You good? Yeah, I'm all good. Um, big up everyone in the studio. Yeah, we're here uh, with ha- Mr. Hamza. Um, yeah, like what he was saying, um, kind of honest. I like that. And mm. uh, yeah, wish him all the best in his career and Thank all you, that. Man. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, Danny Garcia on the weekend. Uh, got the win, didn't he? Yeah. Um, got in um, some much-needed rounds after uh, like a long layoff. Yeah. Um, hopefully, let's see him in a big fight uh, over the next few months. Um, who would you guys like to see him fight next? I'm saying Errol Spence, man. I think that would be a good yeah. fight, good clash of styles. And like, like Uncle said on the call before, none of them give ground, you know what I mean? So it'll be a, it'll be a barnstormer. Yeah, be I'd like to see him fight his old man. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I think we're saying Spence, Cla- yeah, yeah. Spence, yeah. I think it's Spence all round. Spence, yeah, that'd be a good fight, man. <coughs> Still there, Daniel? Okay, okay, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And uh, who wins that fight? And what happens? Well, I think Spence grows him, man. Nah, no, 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 no. Garcia. Garcia's got the time to shad, so I think he outpoints him. If it goes the distance, yeah, and don't yeah, forget yeah, like, we don't that. We don't know. We don't know how. If you saw the video, the footage of that miraculous recovery that Spence had, yeah, mm. I don't know if he will recover the same like, again. from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. And if he doesn't, that's Garcia's yeah, yeah, all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. But if he's stronger, fitter, <laughs> comes back like a miracle man too, you know? Yeah. I agree. I think, I think it's perfect timing for Garcia. Mm. I think the Furman fight really taught a lot about his... Uh, I'm not going to take much of more of your call, Dan. Um, like It taught him a lot about his, his character and how he can... like Similar to Sean Porter in a way, where he can lose a fight but then even be back at that elite level within six months and, and really everyone's saying, you know, he's got a, a solid chance, a solid chance here. Um, so yeah, no, good luck to him. Hope Garcia gets there. Gets I'm going to be the spoiler, Dan. I am saying Spence Jr. I think, you know what, Danny Garcia is a great fight and I'm a fan of his. Um, what I will say is I just think he starts too slow and I think Spence will capitalise on that. Not to get the knockout, but I just think he will have the momentum and I just don't know if Garcia will be able to sort of like push Spence back because I think once Spence gets the momentum the key thing will be will Danny Garcia be able to push Spence Jr. back and I think that's where I have question marks over I think look he's got power um, and you saw it even on Saturday you saw great skill I mean after the guy bit him he just pivoted a couple of times and landed a sweet right um, through the guard but 
I just think Spence is a monster. So, like you said, the caveat is if he comes back to full fitness, um, and you would hope so that that to be the case, yeah, I think Spence is great. I think Spence takes him, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But let's see. That's that's the key thing about boxing. Listen, Daniel, quick one. Um, uh, we're going to ask the, the you and the last caller. Um, Joshua versus Wilder or Fury, 50-50, or should Joshua take the lion's share? Kojo. Yeah. Can you repeat that question? I'm having trouble. So, yeah, yeah. No, I just said Joshua versus Wilder or Fury. Is that a 50-50 split on the on the money or should Joshua get the lion's share? Should he get the bigger purse? Yeah, it should be 50-50. Yeah. 50-50. Yeah, fuck it. 50-50. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, 50. Yeah, that's get it just done. me, innit? Yeah. Not an expert when it comes to them things. But 50-50, mate. Yeah. Don't be fucking greedy. Get in there, 50-50, <laughs> and fucking fight. Nice. Right, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. All right, Wicked, that's, listen. That's my opinion, really. Thanks for the call, Daniel, as always. Uh, look forward to hearing you next week. Peace, bro. From next week. Cheers, Dan. Take yeah, care, man. God bless. Yeah, yeah, cheers, fellas. Big up See yourself. Up. Big up your YouTube as well. That's, that's growing. That's exactly. growing, man. So, 521, uh, going out to 521. I think it's a new caller. So I'm hoping it's all positivity. Hello. Five, two, one. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, I just want to say that um, uh, Hamza, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of uh, Hamza and he's a great inspiration for uh, myself and uh, a lot of other people. He's inspired me to start boxing as well. Oh, wicked. Oh, wicked, man. What's your name, bro? You've got a question to him respect. as well. He's listening. Um... I've got a question for you. Um, who are you fighting next? Who's the next big fight going to be? Whoever, man. I, I was going to start to say the date there. But... <laughs> oh, wait, you almost, you almost got an exclusive. <laughs> nah, but, but whoever, yeah. man, whoever's in front of me, like I said, they get destroyed, man. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask your name, brother, please? My name's Imran. Imran, nice, nice. Thank you for calling yeah, uh, the show. Obviously, we're here. We're fans talking boxing. So, have you got any further questions for Hamza? You just want to say... Yeah, I just want to say that he, he, if, if Troy Williamson wants it, he can get it as well. <laughs> anyone, anyone who wants it, it's HS time. Cheers, man. And Imran, Thank you, it's, Imran, it's good that you've raised that. Troy Williamson's obviously an MTK fighter. And uh, yeah, man, obviously, it's good that you've got a, a broad knowledge of uh, of boxing. So big respect to you for calling yeah, in. Thank you very much. Hamza's been trained. I've been following uh, Hamza on... Uh, Insta, Twitter, everything. I've seen the YouTube uh, IFL TV videos as well. Nice. He's calling. He's call, he's calling that. He's calling that Hamza's name. He wants. He wants Hamza, but he doesn't know that when he jumps in the ring with Hamza, he's gonna get knocked out. That's what we like. No, the, last, the last the yeah. last person that was talking shit about Hamza, he got done. In one minute, even smoked. this guy might get done before one minute. We don't know, but yo, you got really excited about next fight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I say, I just, hope Hamza all the best and um, no, appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Thank God you very much. You, I can see your first time calling. Right, so listen, right, appreciate you. the support. Yes, bro. Thank you, man. Thank appreciate you, man. that. Cheers, man. No, that's good. Um, and that wasn't us, by the way. We didn't do nothing, so we put that out there when he's called in, and that must feel good. Like again, fans talking to you, telling you that you're inspiring them to take up boxing. Yeah, and a hundred percent. Like I, the first time I've actually got that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, um, but yeah, man. Like I'm Take doing it. my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, do you know what I'm hoping. Is not... there anyone that's not a fan of you? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm hoping now? Do you know what I'm hoping now? Because obviously the people have called in and that. I'm hoping we get like three, four hundred, five hundred subscribers. Right. Oh, oh, I like that. I like that. 
No pressure. Just just put raps on TV. Any ticket that you sell, just put raps on TV at the bottom. Your 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 pre-fight shirt for next one. You got you you gotta get a logo. Yeah, come on, man. Why not? I will say though, when you do get to announce your fight news, please just call in the show. Let us know. I will do, man. Talk about that. Um, hopefully we'll be there as well. Anyway, covering the fight the whole night. Anyway, so that'd be great. Um, last point of the day. I I think Uncle touched on it and we've spoken about this Joshua 7030. I just want to go around and just get people's thoughts mm. on the whole Joshua mm. Wilder Fury. In fact, let's start with Wilder Fury, how people think that fight fight is going to play out and how should Joshua versus the winner be next? Do you know what I think they should do? Yeah, they should get him out into the Atlantic. They should put <laughs> snorkeling gear on and get drop a drop a pin to the bottom of the ocean and whoever swims to the bottom gets it first. But no they get the line. Wow. They're going to get back up for the they, fight, though. Do you know what? Fuck it. If they're going to take so long to fucking decide what's the split, they've got the frustration. But all jokes aside, I think Joshua now... With that, with that fight against Ruiz, he's overcome that that adversity. He mm. deserves the lion's share, man. He's the champion. He's got three uh, alphabetical uh, belts with with magnitude and with leverage that he can make these big big fights. Wilder's got the WBC. He needs to focus on Fury. Mm. Fury ain't no mug. Fury's yeah. one of the 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 most light footed light weight in terms of light quickest weight. heavyweights out there. Exactly. Isn't it? Slickest, so yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think that if okay, fifty fifty, yeah, everyone wants to see the fight, but I understand where Joshua's coming from. He's had to face all that criticism. Oh yeah, you've lost a, a big three hundred pound Mexican uh, in your first fight. Mm. Come back, you should, you know, if you lose this fight your career's done. Give the man yeah. some credit, man. He's come back, he's won his titles back. And of course he should be shouting out for the lion's share of mm. the, the portion. If the fight's gonna happen in the UK, it's he's a he's though. an amb- no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it does happen at Tottenham or whatever, yeah. he's the ambassador for British boxing. Mm-hmm. Therefore he should be able to pull the strings and say, Look, I'm the champion. Okay, respect to you. If you're gonna give Wilder fifty percent, respect your fight. Yeah. The win the best man will win. Exactly. Then you'll you'll decide then in the rematch if there's a clause, you are the the the, the superior fighter. Yeah. That's I think, my, my I, think, I think that's the easiest way, but Hamza, I'll come to you. Just I think for the sake of boxing, yeah, fifty fifty. Yeah. But I think at that level, actually I know at that level, it's more of a business. Yes. If you look at it from a business point of view, yes. like like you just said, Joshua deserves a lion's share. He's oh, yeah. got the if you look at it like let's let's break it down here, yeah. let's mm. keep it simple. Yeah. Who's got most belts? Joshua. Joshua, that's it. That's yeah. Like it was in the old days, whoever yes. the most belts got, <coughs> got the bigger pay, and, pay. and plus he's defe- he's got more to defend at the end of the day, yeah. and he he'll always be the A side fighter because mm. just literally simply due to the amount of belts he's got. I think I just keep it simple that way, and just like I said, for the sake of boxing, fifty fifty, but otherwise seventy. Would agree. Yeah, yeah. I think if you look at it from both perspectives, like he's probably saying, "Look, you took an L," mm. but then like he just said, like Joshua's gonna be in heavyweight. He's your biggest payday, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I understand from both point points of view, but I think fifty fifty man, just just get the fight done. That's what that's the most most important thing. Do you know what I mean? So frustrating. That's it. That's my yeah, fault. That's yeah. the main thing. Same. Um, in terms of the split, obviously I'm Nigerian. Obviously, shout out my, <laughs> all my people. You know the ones there. Always, always collecting our checks, but um, I do think he does morally. If we're talking strip back the boxing, strip back for the greater good, because end of the day, boxing's a selfish career, yeah? Mm, 100%. If I want to milk as much money as possible, I'm not going to allow this guy who's been, who got big off my name from yeah. chanting me, saying one face, one name, but one champion. Guys, let me just say, remember, you're acting like Wilder's going to win. I said Wilder or Fury. This Okay, fine, 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 fine. If it if Wilder does win, yeah, and I think that warrants a 50-50, yeah. because, um, listen... Fury mocked Klitschko. Mm. Like, the mm. way he mocked him, yeah. 
different. Different, yeah. I, I don't. I obviously, was going through stuff, but it does not matter. No excuses when you enter that ring, man. Yeah. Exactly. No excuses. None. So he does warrant 50-50. If Fury wins, he also warrants 50-50 because it's like, I've come back from this. Yeah. You know, I'm still probably not mentally right or not in my yeah. back, good shape and whatnot. And I beat the guy who was in, was unbeatable. The guy that knocked me down with the hardest right hook yeah. mm. or cross hand or whatever yeah. it is, I got up from that mm. because I'm built for this and I'm meant for this and I've mm. got a seat at this table despite my drug issues or whatever. Mm. So Joshua, what are you saying? Yeah. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that, that's, how, that's what I think it is. But if, you know, if I will think, I, I just think at the end of the day, whoever loses, they still get a shot at Joshua. Yeah. I still think they all get to recycle it. Oh, yeah, because I think, gonna... Joshua has been able to transcend and bring so much light onto all these different guys' careers yeah. that there's enough money in it for everyone. So then Dylan White's now gets a seat at the table. Now Ruiz yeah. gets a seat at the table. They all get to recycle each other until the next three to five years. So it's an exciting time for the heavyweights. Mm. But generally, greater good, 50-50. AJ, leave the ego yeah. at yeah. the door. I think yeah. they should... Just, I'm going to let you obviously have yeah, your, yeah. your take on it. Um, I think they should just sit at a round table, fuck the security guards, fuck the management, <laughs> yeah. fuck the promoters. Yeah. They have to sit yeah. there and actually discuss with a, with a pen and paper what... what, what five zero. Five zero. Done. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously my point of view is, <coughs> is I think whether it's Wilder or Fury, I think it should be 50-50, not just because they're undefeated. I think the winner of that fight, I mean, look... <laughs> Do they have now a better resume than Joshua? I think that's arguable because I think, look, if Fury, if Fury stopped Wilder, all of a sudden you're looking at that Joshua fight and you're like, that's huge. And you're more than likely going to see that in the UK. Wilder knocks out Fury, still huge. You might say overseas. But then I think the argument goes to Joshua where we're also your biggest payday. Yeah. Because yeah. the biggest pot of money that is going to come for Joshua is fighting either Wilder or Fury. Yeah, yeah. So I think on that basis alone, just the first fight should be 50-50 and then the winner yeah. takes yeah. all in the second one. shouldn't even be worrying about money though because from what I'm hearing, it might be in Congo. All these, play, all these two <laughs> countries that are going to drop the bar, they're going to drop the bank. They're yeah. going to be like... Well, they've seen from Saudi. Soon enough, Saudi. you're going to get it from Congo. But, if it's not going to be Saudi, it's going to be Nigeria. Yeah. They're all gonna be like. I won't lie. He, he, he should. In my opinion, I think if he does it in Congo, I don't. I think it's too much of that Ali repetitive. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he's got to do it in Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria, Nigeria, bro. Yeah. Nigeria, though, man. Like even Wilder just said, what do you call it on the show? He's like, I would love to do it in Lagos, man. Yeah. We've got the stadiums, man. Yeah, really? I can set up. I just want five percent, man. Everybody's doing it. Just one more point. I think yeah. as well with this whole 50-50 split, it's not as if they're guys that have took punishment fight by fight and they've got, they're actually on a slide where yeah. you actually feel right. sympathetic towards them in terms of their finances. Mm. These guys haven't taken much punishment. Mm. Joshua's still as fresh face as, yep. as, as a daisy. So is Wilder. Exactly. So realistically, these guys are not on the tail end of their career. They've still yeah. got lots to give. They haven't yeah. taken, yeah. they haven't had to soak up all that punishment that some fighters have had to. Mm. So then what's the, what's the deal? Like you're going to have probably like three fights anyway between you two. Yeah. Ego, I mean? Egos. So Ego listen, driven. Guys, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Guys, before we go, do you want to shout out your social medias for both of you as well? Uh, yeah, people? just follow my Instagram, Hamza Shiraz, all one word, and my yep. Twitter, uh, Shiraz underscore Hamza. And we'll put a link in the video, Wicked, man. Guys. Just follow Hamza Shiraz, man. He's <laughs> 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 like behind the scenes out here, man. So listen, guys, thank you for all the listeners. Uh, guys in the future that will be listening, in the past that will listen, callers as always with all the support. Uh, much appreciated. This week we couldn't go live on Facebook, but we will be back live li next week with our live uh, Facebook streaming. So 
Appreciate all of the support. I think Tom's been doing I've some been magic. I've been going live the whole time, so you uh, know Tom, what? I so improvise. Follow Tom Lyons on nah, Facebook. Nah, nah, nah. and follow and, Hamza Shiraz. Everyone's name is Hamza Shiraz today, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want to have a name like that? The Hamza Shiraz Show. The Hamza Shiraz Show. Right? The Hamza Shiraz Show. That's how we retitle it. But listen, Hamza, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Coming down as well. And guys, we're out back next weekend. This weekend, you've got your Dennis Ugas fighting over in the States, February the 1st. Then we've got the Miami show, and tomorrow MTK are doing a new academy launch. So I'll be down there um, and getting a lot of live footage for you guys. So um, until we're back next week, everything is wraps on TV, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. And we're out. Peace out. Peace, Peace out. Peace out.